Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Today is Saturday, February 4th, 2017, and this is the Bunny Slippers of Evil Job Seekers Call-In Show, presented by Evil Bunny Consulting. I'm your host, Tyrone Griffin, and if it's 3 p.m. and you have on your bunny slippers, you are not looking for a job. Welcome, first-time and returning listeners. In this show, we discuss strategies and tactics of job search, staying motivated and dealing with career transition. For more tips, resources, daily motivations, and to listen to archive shows, go to the website bunnieslippersareval.com. There you will also find links to our Facebook page, our Twitter handle, and our YouTube channel. If you are listening live, you can call in with your questions at 347-202-0929 or hit me up on Facebook Live, either here or here or here, depending on how you have your screen oriented. Um, so welcome and have a, hope you enjoy the show. Um, for the first the first and third Saturday of the month for this show, I do uh, Bunny Slippers and Reap. And the first Saturday of each month, I do job search Q&A. So this week, we're just answering your job questions. If you have a job question, you can type it in, and I'll try to answer it right now. But I also have a few that I was sent during the week, so we'll try to answer those. Let me tilt your screen so you can see my Mr. Incredible T-shirt. Okay. This week, the big question that I was asked about is dealing with politics. Um, it particularly a in job search and when you already have a job. Um, first of all, you know anybody who's listening to this show, watching this show on Facebook, you've probably seen a lot of political stuff going back and forth. It's been like that for at least eight, nine years. Um, you got to be careful um, dealing with politics. And I'm not going to get into who I voted for because that that's irrelevant. Um, but here's the thing. We have freedom of speech in this country. You know, depending on how you define it, we have freedom of speech. You can freely you, you can't yell fire in a crowded movie theater. So to some extent people say we don't have freedom of speech. But we have freedom of thought. Uh some people like to express that thought. Uh particularly over the last two weeks since our last uh president our current president was um inaugurated there and even before that it was it was getting pretty bad. A lot of people giving their opinions on a lot of different things. Um, and, you know, we've seen the stories. That people have lost their jobs because of things they put in social media. You know, and their, their, their defense is what I say in social media is, is my own business. Well, you know what? To some extent it is, but at the same time, here's the thing. Before social media, um, and I, I've made this comment before. I've said our, our reach extends beyond our grasp. It happened with the Internet. It's happening now with social media. It's even happening, to some might say, with Facebook Live. Um, before social media was, was, was a thing, you know, um, we had to read newspapers. And people used to write letters to the editor. That's how they expressed their opinions on different things. Um, some people did it uh, anonymously. Some people did it with their name. They were proud of their opinion. But the people that had, I mean, it was happening then. If you had an extremist position, say for hypothetically, if you felt that uh, adult, uh, 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 that pedophilia was okay, if you felt that that was fine, um, legally you have the right to say that. Um, ethically, morally, intellectually, you probably shouldn't have. But you have that right. Um, but just because you have the right, doesn't mean you can use the right. Uh, right now, the N-word uh, is, is not, right, not right now, for the last you know, 10, 15 years. 
um, well, and longer than that, in the, in the black community, has been something that uh, has started many a fight. Uh, you see videos even now where somebody will use a word like that against somebody and get the brakes beat off them. Um, and people say, well, because people use it, you know, people of color use it on themselves. Why can't I use it? it there's a whole discussion. I won't have it here, but there's a whole discussion about why people use that word. I'm not condoning it. I'm not condemning it. There's a whole discussion, events about why people use some terms, okay? It's not about the word. It's the feeling behind the word. Remember, words are a collection of sounds, but they, they let you know how somebody feels about you. And, again, I'm not going to get into that because that's a whole different Maybe I will talk about that one day, but that's a whole other conversation about words and, and names and, and name-calling and all that kind of thing. But anyway, what I was saying, before social media was there, people were, were saying extremist things. People were saying um, things they, would may, they may, you know, use a pseudonym. They may write a letter to the editor. Um, the, th the difference with social media, and, you know, when you wrote letters to the editor, okay, it's in the archive somewhere. You know, it it's can be found now, easy to be found. But back then, people didn't think about, I'm not going to go and look up this, the letters to the editor for every paper in America to see if my candidate for a job has ever said anything under his or her name. Now it's a click. You can search somebody's name and find anything they've ever said. Social media, not only is things you say easy to find, you say things you can't take back. You know, you, you, once you say it, it's out there. Once you, once you post it, it's there. For the world to see, the commercials a couple of years ago where they showed the little the young girls who would send a picture, a sexy picture to her boyfriend, and then he would post it to all his friends, and then she got in trouble for sending nude pictures. You know, because she sent it to that one person. Um, you can't undo some things. You know, the saying here in the south, you can't put the crap back in the horse. Okay, um, once it's out, it's out. I know. Sorry about that visual, but hey, we're in the south. That's how we roll. Um, but with social media, particularly, we our, our reach extends beyond our grasp for a lot of us. During the last campaign, again, I'm not going to get into whose side you're on, but there were people, obviously, on both sides, who made some very extreme, who said some very extreme things, who did some very extreme things, and they did those things proudly because they were a proud American or a proud whatever they felt they were. And in many of those cases, those people ended up losing their jobs. And their defense was, well, what I do on my personal time is my business. Understand this. You are representing the company you work for all the time. Uh, yeah, you say, well, I didn't sign up for that, but that's the reality. You are representing that company all the time, okay? <coughs> Excuse me. You don't think so? How many bank tellers have you seen with tattoos, with Mike Tyson's tattoos on their eye. How many have had nose rings? But seriously, how many have had blue hair? You know, how many have, you know, just had, you know, the, you know, you see that guy with the holes in his mouth and everything? That dude ain't working at the bank. He may be very qualified, but he's not working at the bank because it's not just about what's on your resume. It's about the image that you portray. And he can say, well, you know, when I'm, when I'm on bank property, I'll dress this way. When I'm off bank property, I'll do whatever I want. That's like saying, you know what? Yeah, you're going to come to come to work, nice suit and tie or a dress or whatever, 
sports pantsuit, whatever, look very professional, and you're going to walk out the front of the bank and rip it off and be butt naked and walk off the bank property. You're always representing your, your employer. And social media has made that easier and, 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 and just more prevalent. You're always representing your employee. Now, it's not fair. It is what it is. So if you don't be surprised. I mean, there are people that have had government jobs and have lost their jobs because they want to take an extreme position either in their job, which is, look, you ain't doing your job. You know, if you're if your religious or moral beliefs prevent you from doing your job that you are being paid to do, you need to leave your job, period. If your religious moral beliefs prevent you from doing the job you are being compensated to do, then you need to leave your job, period. Yep, Vince, that's that's Vince that, that comment very well. You always always present your best. You know, unless you know, even if, if I was going for a job in a garage, thanks for saying that, Vince, I would always wear a suit. You know, people say, Well, you know, they're not wearing you know, I want to give my best impression. Thanks, Vince, for saying that. But anyway, I was saying people have lost their jobs and people think it's wrong that they lost their jobs because of their political beliefs. You didn't lose your job before your political belief. You lost your job because you brought your political beliefs into the company, and the company was not paying you for your political beliefs. You know, and I'll say this, at the same token, you know, I had a job, a boss, and this true, true story, when Barack Obama was elected for a second term, the day of the election, the day after, we had had a happy hour scheduled, and this boss and his whole team, and we got to the place of the chief, some bar at a hotel, some we were going for a happy hour. And the first thing he said, now this is the boss of the whole organization that I was working for, the highest ranking person in the room at that point. And he says, I'm pissed. I don't want to talk about politics right now. Nobody has said a word about politics. Nobody has said anything about anything. There were, his, his organization was multiracial. Nobody has said a word about politics. We just got to the place and we were just, you know, getting our seats. And the boss said that what he did, and it was a he, he set the tone for the rest of that happy hour. Because basically what he said was, here's her I believe, and if you don't like it, you better keep quiet about it. That's the re- that's the reality. He was saying and and I mean I was there I wasn't the only one there, witnesses that were there. And what he said and what he meant were slightly different, but not that much different. People feel empowered when their candidate wins an office, when their candidate, it's not just in politics, people feel empowered when uh, the person that they like gets a promotion to a certain powerful position. If there's a, if, if there's a power struggle of which way we're going to do, a couple of years ago I think Disney had this big power struggle of who, which executive was going to become the CEO next and, you know, the guy who didn't win, everybody know, okay, he didn't win, so they just, you know, he kindly left. Um, but people feel empowered, emboldened, particularly now. Uh, people feel emboldened um, when their candidate wins. At the same time, people feel emboldened when their candidate loses. If you saw some of the primaries, when certain candidates lost, their followers got real vocal 
and real personal about what they felt about the other candidate. I mean, it is honestly funny some of the some of the names people get called. Um, but anyway, my, my my point with this is you have to watch what you say. Um, again, that manager that he was a director of mine, he felt totally comfortable saying what he said to his whole organization. He probably doesn't realize, oops, sorry, the chilling effect, or maybe he did realize the chilling effect it had on his organization, on people feeling free to um, express themselves. Maybe that was his intention. But at the same time, as a result of that, to him, maybe he, when his anger got off, got got over the election, we still remember that. Okay. How is the new establishment going to affect small business in the short or long term? Wow, that's a deep question, Ben. Thank you. How are they going to affect small business? Um, this is just totally my opinion. Uh, oh, and I meant to say earlier in the show, when I do my other show, The Secret Math of Money, uh, one of the things I do at the beginning of that show every other week when I do it is a caveat that I'm not a, a financial advisor. I, I caveat up the yin-yang on my show. Okay. Uh, this is kind of veering off the course, but I'm going to try to see if I can give an answer. And again, this is just my opinion. How do I think the new administration will be for small business? It depends on how you define small business. If your small business is 100 employees or more, uh, I think there will be opportunities for this administration to do some things that will be felt as positive by, by, by small business. I think for smaller businesses, I don't, I don't know as an owner of a small business, a very small business, um, I'm not sure if things will be, be um, better. I'll say that. I, I just don't know. Um, I'm trying to hedge my bets, you know, because if you're really small business, you're basically an individual, you know. Um, so yeah, that's a that's a that's a good question. And and watch my other show, watch Secret Math and Money Beyond next week. And I'll try to answer that question a little bit more. I'll go, I'll go into a little bit more what I think and why, what I think is going to happen over the next couple of years. Just my opinion. But yeah, Vince, thank you for that question. I'm going to write that down, and that's what I'm going to. <coughs> excuse me, I'm going to touch that. <coughs> excuse me, I'm going to address that. Uh, give my opinion on that next week. Anyway, but getting back to politics and and and, and uh, job search and, and in careers. You know, my point is this: you can't say everything. Even you know this this director, he felt emboldened because he was head of that organization. Um, had he had a peer there or had his senior officer or manager had been there and did not share his political beliefs. And, yeah, you know what? I say that because my wife is an author with three people. Yeah, yep, yeah, great author too, Vince, by the way. You're right. um, had he had a peer there or a senior manager there who had a different political perspective. And, you know, we don't talk about politics at work, but everybody kind of knows who who's voting for who. <laughs> you, know, we, you, know, you know, just in general conversation, you kind of know. But had he, had he had somebody, he probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have said anything. I don't know. He might have. I, I don't know. He's, he might have. You know, career be darned. But, um, but anyway, so if, you, if, if my, my point is this. If 
the reality is we have freedom of speech, but we don't have freedom of stupid. Okay. Again, you cannot yell fire in a in a crowded movie theater and say freedom of speech. Um, if you choose to stand up and dress, and this is this sounds very racist, and I don't mean it to be that way. If you choose to stand up in a crowded area, dressed as a Muslim or first person with Middle Eastern um, descent, with um, a fake Vest, a vest with what looks like bombs on it, and you stand up and yell some um, Muslim chant really loud, and people scream right in all directions, or you get shot in the head because you scared people. And it was a prank. You know, you see these things going around um, Facebook, like these pranks, where the, the guy would be dressed as a, a Middle Eastern, and he'll drop a bag and run and just watch everybody scatter. And it's really nice and funny until somebody has a gun and blows his brains out, okay? That's one of those kind of pranks where, you know, I'm just, I'm waiting for it to happen, you know, because, you know, again, that's, it's freedom of speech, but it's also freedom of stupid, okay? And that's, it's, it's stupid to do that. But anyway, my point again, we don't have, you, you got to use some sense. If you are a job search, if you're in job search right now, if you're looking for a job, I unless you are looking for a job in a specific political arena, I would not voice my opinion verbally or physically or video on video how I felt about the election, either way. Um, unless you are looking for a job in a specific area that is very political and it leans one way or the other, I wouldn't do it because people can look up your social media very, very easily. And you may look great on paper, um, but if, I'll be honest, you know, if, if I was hiring somebody, looking to hire somebody, and I looked up on social media and saw that they were advocating a position that I truly didn't believe in or truly was felt was totally against what I believed, I would be, as the business owner, as the hiring manager, it is up to me to make the decision of who I feel comfortable with. And just like people have been kicked off of planes over the last year because somebody didn't feel comfortable with it. I could refuse to hire you because I don't feel comfortable with you. Particularly if I have a home-based business and you're going to be coming into my house every day or a couple of times a week and I have a political perspective that is totally against yours, we could, you could be a great collaborator, but at some point I'm going to say something or you're going to say something. Okay? What's up, Steve? If you come into my house every day, and, I mean, this is an extremist, and you advocate that we should have never got rid of slavery, we're going to have a problem. I'm just letting you know that. You know, so just first day you come in with a helmet on because it's on, all right, particularly in my house. That's just the reality of it. Um, if you, you know, there are men, and i got to bash men because we do some stupid stuff sometimes, will get in an interview and make a sexist comment to the woman 
interviewing you. You know, well, you know, I think that, um, you know, woman's place is in the home. Really, bro? The woman is sitting across from you is the one going to be your boss if you get this job, but you're telling her, I think your place is really, you shouldn't even be here. You know? Like I said, freedom of speech is not freedom of stupid. Okay? Your political beliefs are yours. Okay? You have the right to have them. If you want to think like a, a skinhead, if you want to think like a Nazi, if you want to think like a communist or racist, if you want to think those ways, that is your right. Boom, Vince, perfect. Just because weed is legal, if I see you lit up, like I said, our grasp and our reach are not equal. We can do it, but we don't understand it. How many times you heard the story of different thieves, uh, uh, crooks, getting caught because they robbed a bank, they got away with it, and what did they do? They went home, threw all the money on the bed, and rolled around, and ended up talking about, yo, we're sorry, you know, and, we just robbed this bank. Really, bro? Really? Really? Oh, I'm sorry. Anyway, but yeah, that's a good point. It is freedom of, you know, it, it just is not. So anyway, your political beliefs, you have the right to have them, but you you have the right to say them, but you would be stupid sometimes for saying them. Uh, I grew up in the North. I now live in the South. One of the things that I noticed very differently about the North and the South, in the office, people talk about politics freely. In the South, we don't talk about them. I mean, when when I was up in the North, when Gore versus um, Bush, and, man, we were posting, we were cutting out the newspaper. Back when we used to read newspapers every day, we were cutting articles out of the newspaper and posting them on a bulletin board in defense of both sides. It was crazy. I come down to the South, and I love the South, man. <laughs> Ain't no snow, except when it is, and then, you know, we freak out. But we don't do it. That's just how people are. So I won't go to work with a shirt with any politician's name on it, regardless of who I believe or not. I won't go to work with, I won't wear it to, to, to the supermarket. I wear Mr. Incredible, but I wouldn't wear a T-shirt that has, um, the 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 name, the picture, the image of a person who is running for office right now. You know, my political beliefs are just mine. Okay. Um, if anybody follows me on social media, um, and you all should, because I'm cool. Um, I post a lot of stuff. You you. It's very evident what my political positions are. I don't try to hide them, but at the same time, I am very. I try to be, and I don't always succeed. But I try to be very careful um, giving an opinion that is not based in some fact. Okay. Sometimes you can just repost an article and say, yep, see, see what I'm talking about? Um, I've seen, I mean, I've had some of my, my classmates, the NFA class of 1984, they know we have had some of the most spirited debates <laughs> about politics. Um, I respect them, <laughs> you know, I respect their opinion, and we can have some, some, some very vigorous debates. The fact that we continue to have those debates, I think, says a lot for the respect we have for each other's opinion, okay? Um, because even though we can go back and forth, uh, you know, there's a the whole thing about diplomacy, and I, I mentioned, I'm not even going to go into it here, but diplomacy is very important. 
in politics and out of politics. And a lot of people don't get that. You want to give, you, you want to express your opinion, okay? You want to express your, 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 your political opinion and you're in job search, get a pseudonym, okay? Get a pseudonym. Uh, a lot of people do it. You don't think so? You look at some of the names in your Facebook friends list. Like, who that? <laughs> you know, well, who is this person's real name? Ain't nobody really named that. I know one of my friends who's a guy I grew up with. He played ball with him. He, he's, a, he's an actor. And the only reason I knew I friended him because I saw his face, and I said, oh, that's so-and-so. And then I clicked on the name. Like, yeah, okay. But that's him, you know. People get uh, pseudonyms for a variety of different reasons. You know, pen names, all that good stuff. Uh, women got pen names back 100 years ago, even now, you know, as authors, because men, they, they wouldn't, the books wouldn't be published if people thought it was a man. Right, there you go. You know, that's just how we do it. But if you want to get really stupid politically, you, you really say, you know what, I have these very extreme positions, and I want to say them, but I don't want to lose my job. Get a, get a suit on them. You know, I'm not giving you a right to hate. I'm just saying, don't be stupid. You know, remember, we don't have a right to stupid. Freedom of freedom of stupid. Um, I need to put that on a T-shirt. But anyway, um, and there's other thing. Um, the reason I, I say that, you know, freedom of uh, speech versus freedom of stupid, because there's this meme going around about, you know, yeah, the, the, the president can say these things about people because he got bodyguards. You don't. Remember that. He has a four-year guaranteed job unless Senate, Congress get you know, do, do something else. You don't have that guaranteed job, okay? So you got to be careful what you say. You know, whether you like it or not, you got to be careful. So if you want to express, get a, get a pseudonym, you know, but don't put pictures of your family on your Facebook profile of that pseudonym because people can figure out who you are. So if you want to get stupid, but then if you really have to get a pseudonym because you got really extreme positions, you need to think about why you got those extreme positions. Okay, that's something, you know, that's a whole psychological issue I'm not going to get into. Um, but if you don't want to get a pseudonym, I will say this. If you have, in social media in general, unless you're on LinkedIn, never put who you work for because you are not represented. Unless you are the spokesperson for that company, don't post that I work for so-and-so and this is how I feel because you're dragging them into some stuff. Even if, 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 if it's some good stuff, they don't. You know, the, the HR, the public relations department tell you, look, dude, we, we might agree with you, but we don't want you being the one saying it for us. We have a whole department of people that get up and speak for the company. You don't speak for the company. So that's the one. If you want, get a pseudonym, get a, get a, get a fake name. Not fake news, fake name. Um, don't connect your company with your opinions. Don't say, well, I work for so-and-so, and they feel like we talk about this in the office, and they feel like... Mm, don't do that, okay, because you don't speak for the company. You are not the official spokesperson for your company. Um, I try never, you know, people who know me, who I work for, uh, love my company, um, but I never try to connect the two. I never try to use the name of that company. I've worked for, thank God, I've worked for several large companies in different industries. I've been blessed like that. Um, but I never... You know, if you looked at my LinkedIn profile, you can see who I work for. But I don't put it on my my Facebook feed. I don't put it on my Twitter feed. It's, you know, that's I'm not that company. You know, I work for companies that have that, that have taken stances that I didn't necessarily believe in, or necessarily agree with. I'll say that. I didn't say anything about it. I'm very careful what I say. 
People also want to think about adding people you work with as Facebook friends. Yes, yes, yes. I have a few friends I work with who are my Facebook friends. Very few. Okay, very few. Um, be careful about that. You know, make me Facebook friends because everything you post, they see. Okay, um, and that can't end nicely. <laughs> Most times, that really can't end nicely. You know, uh, you want to copy and paste something you post on Facebook and send it to them as a text message. That's cool. Um, I, I got about a minute and a half left, and I always surprised that I can talk this much. So I'm a nice, quiet guy usually. I was gonna make sure I hit all my points. Um, but again, get a pseudonym. Connect your company with your comments, whether they good, be good or bad. If your company wants to um, uh, connect you with them because of something good you've done, that's them. Let them do that, but don't you do that. Um, if you're in job search, don't post no crazy mess unless you're specifically looking for a job in that crazy mess area of, of the country. Um, and even if you're not, here's the thing. If, you, if you're looking for a job there and you don't get it, and then you've got to look for jobs somewhere else, people will remember what you used to say. You know, like Tommy Lauren. She's very conservative now. Man, they digging up stuff from like three years ago, but she was very liberal. So it's like, which which one is you? That You don't want to give people that impression that you're lying. Um, there are consequences, always. Um, care, be careful. Okay, the result is the companies use pseudonym. Careful if you're giving in the Okay. Anyway, so that was the point. Bottom line is this. If you are a, if you're in job search or if you're in job, don't connect your company. Politics is, is the, the third rail, and it's hot, especially right now. It's been hot for years, but it's even more hotter now. Don't fall into that mess. If you want to post your opinion, there's very ways to be very political. Be, I mean, very, be very um, careful what you say in social media. Okay. Anyway, everybody, thank you again. Um, that's it. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, yeah, it gets crazy. Next week, again, next week is the Secret Math of Money, so we're doing that show next week. So um, with that, I'm going to end this. Everybody who tuned in, thank you so much. I appreciate your questions. I appreciate your, your well wishes and all that good stuff. And we will talk again next week. Take care, guys.